All right, so what kind of beverage do you have there? This is, I think it's got many names. On the cruise I just came from, the Impractical Jokers cruise, it was called a Flaming Volcano. And it is... Oh, I would have never ordered that drink. It was, uh, <laughs> and it is Angry Orchard, uh, Crisp Apple Cider, and mm -hmm. Fireball. That's called an Angry Balls, is the name of that drink. When it's made with Fireball and Angry Orchard, it's an Angry Balls. Which makes sense, but on the cruise, well, I know. they, they named gave it. everything. Like, they had the, they named it the mer Margarita, and the, I think it was Bahama Joe Mama, and I don't remember what. what I don't remember. Mm. Oh, well. Um, Probably something with Jameson. I'm having boxed, boxed red wine. Or red wine from a box. Because nothing says old suburbanite like box wine. I don't know. While you were on the cruise, I just got the urge to buy a box of red wine. And I was going to drink a glass of wine for the antioxidants every night. And I didn't end up doing it. So it just sat there. So I leave you for a week and you to turn into a 65-year-old man. That's right. Great. I was 67 when you left. So I got younger. <laughs> oh. So. You're funny. You're funny. You missed me. I did miss you. And did you, dear listeners, miss us? Welcome to a new episode of The Bungalow. From the wintry depths beyond the wall. Here we are. <laughs> you may think that sounds like rats nibbling behind us, but it's not. It's ice pellets yes. hitting our windows. Yes, here in Studio Bun. <laughs> Studio Bun. <laughs> so, uh... So welcome to a new episode. Cindy just got back from her cruise. We're going to talk all about that. That let's let's start with that. So so this was your third time. Yes. I went on last year's cruise with you, but this was your third time. You went without me and without Squish because you wanted to have fun. True. And, and I did. <laughs> and you had fun. So tell us all about it. It was awesome. This was the Impractical Jokers cruise. Yeah. So was... you've been on every one of these. Yes. Cruises. I'm three for three. And they announced another one, right? They've announced the, the fourth one already. Because rumor was they weren't going to do another one. Right. Mm. Um, and I think they probably went ahead and announced it on the cruise just so they didn't have to listen to all that, all the, you know, people gossiping about what would and wouldn't happen on the next one. Um, but yes, they've already announced it for the next one. It's going to be next year pretty much at the same time. Huh. Like the 10th through the 14th. Oh, a Valentine's Day cruise. Well, you're getting off the boat on Valentine's Day. It's not a love boat, then. The love boat. Is that your first Angry Balls of the day? Yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> All right, so what did you? What kind of stuff did you do? Tell us what activities you participated in on this cruise. Drinking. When, you just drank. I drank, and I and I got some sun. You I, came back sunburned. Let's. I did. I did. Um, and now I'm peeling. Um, no, it was fun. It was I roomed with my friend Diane, mm -hmm. um, which was very refreshing because in the past, lots of drama, and this cruise was zero drama. Zero drama. Zero drama, and I loved it. And we spent a lot of time just hanging out and talking and visiting with people and. Um, I saw some really funny comedians. Um, I, I'm going to botch his name. Mike Finoia? Fin Finoa? Um, Bob Kelly. 
he was really funny. Um, Eleanor, I can't think of her last name. She was hilarious. So, I mean, they, what they do is they bring a lot of, like, up-and-coming comedians on the boat, and they do stand-up. And the thing I liked with this one, whereas in the in the past cruises, they would, like, the comedians would have, like, their own shows. Well, on this cruise, they just did a bunch of IJ showcase Oh, shows. that's cool. So, like, all the comedians got up and did, like, a five, ten minute, you know, and they just did a bunch of those kind of shows throughout the cruise. So, that was cool. Um, I got to see my Elvis impersonator. What's his name again? His name Sean is Clush. Sean Clush. Yeah. And he is, he's freakishly good. You have to admit, you saw him on the second Oh, yeah, cruise. no, he's really good. He's really talented. Um, we saw him a couple of times on the one I went on. Yep. So, I'm sure you saw him at least... Three times. I saw times. him every... He did three shows. I saw all three shows. Um, I'm that person. And I loved it. And I got a, one of his little satin scarves. He gave me one of his satin scarves. Well, those Elvis impersonators must invest a lot in satin. Yeah, in sequins. In sequins. Because they all got to have those fancy bedazzled Firebirds. jumpsuits. Yeah. With the Firebird, yeah. right? <laughs> and... uh the little, you know what's funny though to me is like, they give out these, he gives out these little stuffed, they look like little stuffed hound dogs. And they seriously look like something that came from the, not even the dollar store, like the five for a dollar store. Well, what do you expect them and, to do? Give away expensive beanie babies? No, 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 let me finish. <laughs> and the way some of these women fight for these little stuffed hound dogs, it cracks me up. I'm like, are you kidding me? How many did you get? I got none. <laughs> I didn't, because I'm not fighting for a stinking dog. So. Okay. But, uh. I'm sorry you didn't get one. It's all good. Um. It's all good. Alright. It was alright, yeah. And, uh, got to hang out with, uh. Got to hang out with Brian a little bit on, on the ship. Mm-hmm. Um. Hung out with the Jokers a little bit, not not a whole lot, but he's so busy running around trying. I mean, people Boy. get it, it. I feel bad for him because they get ridiculed and chastised for not spending enough time with the with the people on the boat. And you know, there's always those people who didn't get pictures with all four of the Jokers, and you know, and then they want to bitch because you know, well, I, I hardly ever saw Sal, and Q was never around, and blah blah blah. But if you ever run into those guys on that ship, they are always running somewhere. Yeah, no, I mean, that's just it. They're, they they have a very tight schedule. Yeah. But you know what? When I was on that cruise, I remember them just showing up randomly places to right. do pictures. You know, they'd show up during lunch hour at one of the restaurants mm-hmm. just to do pictures with people. So they do what they can, you know? Yeah. You know, there's, there's no guarantee that you're going to get a picture with all four of the jokers yeah. or whatever. But their eyes, I saw them around. All the time. Yeah. I mean, just constantly they were around. So. And and I remember Brian stopping several times while we were in the casino and in other places when we were there. And he'd sign for mm-hmm. 30 minutes, just do a quick, you yeah. know. There, there's always going to be people that yeah, are unhappy. It happens. It's, but, That's uh, just the way things go. But, yeah. So, anyway. And there was uh, the, the stop, the port we stopped at was... Like we talked about it on the last podcast, it was called Great Stirrup K, and it's like a private beach island that Norwegian Cruise Lines owns. So we just stopped there for about eight, nine hours. 
Oh, that wow. was our stop, and it was really cool. They had all these lounge chairs set up on along the beaches, and uh, you know they had bars, they had a band, they had. You would have liked it. I didn't care for it because all their tacos had cilantro on them, but they had a taco stand. You couldn't offer uh, order a taco without no. cilantro. No, <laughs> they couldn't put the green on. They couldn't just skip that. Well, they were all pre-made. Like they were, like the meat stuff. The meat and stuff was already pre-made. Like. It was cooked, I guess, on the ship or something. I'm not sure I would like pre-made tacos. So they were scooping the meat into the soft tortilla shells. Mm, it sounds delightful. Them, yeah. It, it, it sounds was, like lunch lady land. It was, it was salmonella waiting to happen yeah. is what it was. Yeah. You didn't go for the, for the beach, pre-made beach tacos. No, I went for the Bahama Mamas. Right, Bahama Mamas, you gotta have those in the Bahamas. Exactly. So I remember when I went to the Bahamas as a kid, my mom really wanted a Bahama Mama. And that's I, The entire time, she kept talking about getting a Bahama Mama. And she didn't order one at the hotel, the resort we were at. She didn't order one until we got like into like some sort of merchant downtown shopping mm-hmm. district. And I remember it was a fun trip because... We had this guy that worked for my dad named Sam Strawn. And Sam looked like Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. And I guess Dusty Rhodes is super popular in the Bahamas oh at the time. Gosh. And everywhere we went, people were stopping him, asking him if he was Dusty Rhodes. And he and he would just say, yes, yes, I'm the American Dream. And he no. would just, he'd just ham it up that he was the American Dream. He'd take pictures with people. He'd sign autographs. It was... Uh, he had red hair, though, so he didn't look like... I mean, he looked like Dusty Rhodes if Dusty Rhodes had red hair. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I remember that and the Bahama Mamas. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and apparently I didn't know about it while I was on the ship. I didn't learn it till afterwards. But apparently there was a drug bust on our ship while we were in the Bahamas. Nice. My understanding is there was like 20 or 30 people that were arrested. And taken off the ship. They weren't allowed to get back on the ship uh, in the Bahamas. Were they stuck on the private island where all they could eat is is pre-made tacos Cilantro for the rest of their tacos days? and Bahama Mamas. Well, Damn, that's... A, yeah, wait a minute. I could have to like cilantro. That doesn't sound <laughs> half bad. <laughs> it's funny because while you were in the Bahamas, I was reading uh, one of the Happen Leonard books by my friend Joe Lansdale... Uh, called Captain's Outrageous, and in Captain's Outrageous, they get a cruise ship. They get a, they they get a cruise. They go on a cruise, mm-hmm. and then they get abandoned in oh. in the area in in Mexico or whatever. And I thought to myself, I hope Cindy doesn't get abandoned well, in Mexico you. and stabbed by nudist drug dealers because that's kind of. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate your your care and concern. I was worried about you. you Thanks. Know, that's that's my job. Anything else on the cruise? What else happened? Anything cool? Uh, other cool things you want to talk about the cruise? You, you want to go again next year, assuming? I do. Yeah. But I, I love being able. Like I met so many new people this year. It's it was. Uh, I hung out with new people. I met this this awesome chick from Norway, um, Kristen. She was she was great. And there was a lot of people that I've talked to on Twitter, and Facebook for years that I'd never. Like they've been on the they had been on the previous cruises, but I never got the chance to meet them. Hmm. And I spent so much time with them, and just I mean, it was really like I bonded with a lot of my friends, and that's 
That sounds awful. I don't like that. That part of a cruise sounds terrible to me. No. Don't want to bond with anybody. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Not into that. But that's, I'm glad you had fun. I, I'm it's glad my, you were able to go. And My friend Ange, uh, I'm trying to remember what her Twitter handle is. It's GG something. Um, anyway, her husband Rich came on the cruise. And uh, we were all affectionately known as Rich's Bitches. Don't like that. <laughs> so you could have Cullens. Nope. <laughs> Cullens. I don't know what. Yeah, not sure. What rhymes a... with Cullens? Don't know. Don't know, but I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to do that. Cullens. What does that even mean? That means nothing. I don't know. Work you with me think here. Before you say things. All right? It's, it's, that takes the fun out of life. You know, I really need you to start considering what you're going to say at any Aww, moment. That's <laughs> so, cute. Yeah. That's so cute. I need you to do that. You know right? it's not happening. Yeah, well, you're only hurting yourself. Am I? And everybody that listens to this Why do you make those noises? I hate them. I hate the dumb laugh that you do. And I, yeah, I hate it. I hate it. And I hate the badoop boop that you do. I just, just so you know, it's and you in, hate, you hate. Uh, what's the, what's the one thing you hate that I do? The one where you go, okay, okay. Yeah, don't like that either. It's not, <laughs> it's not a good. Do you think people really are going to sit and listen to us bicker <laughs> on podcast? I don't know what they're doing. They're going to be like, for real, this is the bullshit they're producing I, right now. I think producing is stretching it anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> this is the crap they're putting out here for us right. to waste our time on? Right. All Come right. on, man. So what else do we have going on? Um, what else is what else are we talking about today? Gosh, I don't know. What do you, what anything new with comics that you can talk about? Any new mm. comics coming out? Any Um I'm trying to think. Uh I think Marvel just announced that I'm doing a three issue run on Venom starting with issue three. 13. Sweet. Yeah. 13. <laughs> yeah. So I'm doing that. Uh, I'm writing three issues of Venom, uh, 13, 14, and 15, that are tied into Marvel's new event, The War of the Realms. And you can read these issues with or without reading War of the Realms. With or, I mean, I think you could read them without reading the other issues of Venom if you haven't been following it, if you just want to read it because of me. But, uh, you know, I've written a lot of issues of Venom. And uh, this is just three more issues of Venom-related nonsense that I'm writing. Uh, but I think it's going to be a fun run. I'm getting to work with my my friend Iban Coelho, who is a, a very talented artist who's going to be drawing this. He's one of my favorite Venom artists. I like so. that name. Say that again. I may be mispronouncing it, but I say I pronounce it Iban Coelho. I like that. Yeah, so. Um, and, then, uh, and then I just finished. I can't say what it is, but I, well... Almost finished before we started recording. Uh, final notes on a pilot script that I am working on, which I can't say how it's related to comics right now, but it is related to comics. So, uh, but it's a script, my first pilot script. But I can be bought. So if people want to PayPal me, you know, five dollars. I didn't know if people are going to pay. I can release this yeah. information for five, for a mere five dollars. No, you cannot. You come cannot on. You cannot do that. I got to pay for that cruise next year somehow. Yeah, that's true. Um, Start a GoFundMe. No, please don't. Cindy's vacation fund. Oh God. Um, but yeah, so that's the you know I, I mean I'm working on a couple of other new things that haven't been announced yet. Uh, but those are the two things that have been taking up my time. 
uh, uh, this week. Uh, I mean, I think I've got at least I've got one new series that I pitched that is got just got picked up by a publisher. So hopefully that'll be announced soon. I've got something. I've got a pretty cool project in the works with another publisher that hopefully will be announced soon. But awesome. it's stuff I can't uh, stuff I can't talk about right now. Um, and then tangent tangentially related to comics while you were away i got two new shogun warriors right how exciting is that i can hardly contain myself yes two new shogun warriors and a fortress of fangs playset from dungeons and dragons toy line i have no idea what that is it's that green monstrosity up there behind your head there it's got a. It looks like a snake face, but it's a, it's a dungeon. Oh yeah, you sent me a picture of that. And a Tiamat action figure. A what? Tiamat, the five-headed dragon of chaos. The great, the the ultimate goddess of evil dragons. He's been on the cover of a gaming book, hasn't he? She, first of all, <laughs> let's don't let's not get her gender wrong. Are we doing She's, this gender thing yes, now? Are yes. we? Okay. Well, Tiamat is they? female. Tiamat is a female dragon. It's all. It's been established. She is the goddess of the chromatic dragons, and a queen of one of the a queen of one of the levels of hell. She's a pretty badass dragon. So the what you're t- saying is I shouldn't piss her off. Don't piss her off. The toy's a little smaller than you'd expect from a queen of hell, but you know, hey, uh, I've always wanted one. I never had one when I was a kid, and they're pretty rare. So this one was not in great shape. Her wings were broken off, but I, I glued them back on. So she's, How much you pay for her? I don't know. Not much. Eh, let's don't worry about it. 200 no, I, I bought everything as a lot. The Shogun oh, Warriors, the Tiamat, and the Fortress of Fangs. So who knows? Who knows how much? 300 Maybe. Wait a minute. Did you buy this from your friend Josh? No, I did not buy this from Josh. I bought this from a friend of Josh. So it's like buying it from Josh. <laughs> yeah, you paid four hundred bucks for. Yeah, this I don't. I don't know, but it, they're rare collectors' items and bring me great joy, and that's priceless. I would say. Really? Yep. They bring you joy. Yeah. Look at that chromatic dragon. I look at that Tiamat, and I'm like, I don't take any shit. Just like Tiamat takes no shit. You know what? You could have gone online and watched the Honey Badger video for a lot no, of this money. No, Tiamat's cooler than Honey Badger. But anyway, and Honey Badger's maybe 30 years old now, so don't date yourself too much. Honey Badger don't care. <laughs> that's true. Um, so anyway, that's my comic book and collecting news. Awesome. So do we have uh, news of the weird or whatever? I, I don't know. What do we call this? News of the bizarre? News of the stupid? Buns Bizarro. I don't like that. <laughs> do you like anything I do? No. Welcome to my world, folks. No, I uh, I have a couple of couple of little things I want to talk about. You haven't told me about these in advance, so this is all news to me. Okay. Well, let me preempt this. So, anytime we have watched a zombie movie. Yes. Any kind of zombie thing. What... Am I always saying? Like, what do I? Why do I say that always freaks me out so bad? Because you think it could happen. It could happen. See, that's the only time. You know, people say, "Be careful that you don't marry your mom or whatever." And that's the only thing that's like my mom with you is because she watches everything, 
And it's always, since I was a little kid, it started with the movie The Morning After, which was the movie that about oh the, my gosh. the nuclear yeah. uh, attack. And, and she's, I remember her saying, that could really happen. Mm-hmm. But then it just turned into everything, a zombie movie. That could really happen. Well, it could. Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon series where kids get zapped into a, through an amusement park ride into a world of fantasy and wonder. That could really happen. Right. Everything is that That's could really happen. It. So yes, this is what you do. You This is the only thing you do it about but i do hear you say that could really happen like when we went what was it world war z yes with brad pitt yes i mean that seemed perfectly logical to me like that could happen like we could get like some kind of crazy virus that makes us lose our minds and want to eat each other's brains Eh. and other parts (laughs) okay so so this story has something to do with zombies well there has been there is a deer disease, a zombie-like deer disease that has been diagnosed in deer that they believe could spread to humans. Okay, so what does this disease do? It's it's called it's they call it chronic wasting disease. Yeah. And it's basically it's a it's like a progressive fatal disease and it affects the brain, the spinal cord and like the other tissues of the animals. Okay. And it has been diagnosed in 24 states in the United States. And now. what does, but does it make the deer eat other deer? Uh what it does is it it makes them like very aggressive towards okay. one another. Um I'm trying to think. What I'm trying to remember what they said. But it's uh not see now you threw me off. I'm sorry. I had it all all worked out. But it's yeah, it's basically it's um they get it, it makes them like aggressive. Yeah, aggressive. And, and they attack anything. Like they have no fear that yeah, they will So it's like rabies fear. because doesn't rabies yes. make an animal not Okay, so it's not rabies though. It's something I mean, it's deer rabies. And it's believed to spread through bodily fluids. Okay. Um, oh, here it is. It causes... Uh, some of the symptoms are drastic weight loss, stumbling. Well, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Well, the stumbling, the lack of coordination, listlessness, drooling. Oh, God, I've got this. This is me on any given Thursday. I've got this, except for the weight loss. I I don't have that. I don't have the one thing that I would want. Excessive thirst or urination. Drooping ears. Oh, well. Lack of fear of people and aggression. Wow. So it's, I mean, it's... But it's transmittable to humans? How do they know this? Well, they're concerned that it could be. So it hasn't, there's no case of it There is no case of it yet, but they're worried that as it becomes more prevalent in the wild, yeah. that like people are going to start hunting and they're going to come in contact with a deer that has this. They're going to, you know, you hunt it, you eat it. You know, they're, they're concerned that it could spread from deer to human. Maybe this is just a step in the deer's defense mechanism. This disease is a defense mechanism the deer have created. They're, they've willed into existence to deal with hunters who are shooting them and killing them. Hmm? You think? I don't know. No, I don't. But that's... Well, that's disturbing. Because um, all we need is for, you know, a bunch of 
people to get deer disease and have droopy ears and attack us. Listen, we know I've always had an irrational fear of deer. You are terrified thanks of deer. You. you are terrified. Of, it's not thanks to me. It I is saved, thanks to I you. I saved our lives Whatever. one time with those deer, and there were deer running across the street, standing in the in the in the middle of the street, and you weren't paying attention. I was in the back of a van. I wasn't driving. Your mother was. But you were was. in the passenger side, and you guys were chit-chatting, weren't paying attention, and I just calmly said, there's a deer. Really? And then you didn't listen, and I said, there's a deer, and you still didn't listen, really? and then I had to yell, there's a deer! And then finally, you see the deer, just in time for another deer to run out of the woods and smash into the side of the car. Yeah, and smashes that's into the passenger window where I was sitting. I turned my head to look at the window, and there's the side of a deer's face up against the window, staring back at me. Hold on, hold blowing, on. Blowing smoke. Wait. Like, blowing air from its nostrils and fogging up this the window. This is important. Did it have droopy ears? It might have. I don't know. <laughs> Smart ass. All right. Well, that's terrifying in many ways. That could really happen. It could happen. It could happen. See? Maybe we should start doing a segment. That could this happen. Is, this could happen. This could happen. All right. All right. What else you got? <laughs> well, I love this. It's kind of along the same lines as wildlife. Oh, boy. There is a new app. Okay. For people wanting to buy livestock. That doesn't sound so strange. And it's like Tinder. It's called Tutter. Wait a minute. They want to buy live. This is this is just to buy livestock. Yes. It's not like something weird. I. As far as I know, it's not that. Well, that's nice. That's not the strangest thing. Brought to you by the creators of FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. So, it but just, it's called Tutter. So that you take a picture of your animal that you're trying to sell, and you swipe left or right. Yeah, and you, then it matches you, matches you with livestock, and then it takes you to this other app where you can buy. I just thought that was weird. It's a little. It's a. It's a strange use of technology. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess it. I've been to livestock auctions before, and they're. It's a whole different kind of world. I don't know why people... I mean, I would think that people would want that experience rather than doing swipe left and swipe right. I don't know. I've been to... I've been to... Not live... Not live farm animal auctions, but I've been to auctions in North Carolina with... Well, this is... I didn't go to livestock auctions in North Carolina. Thank you very much. I went to livestock auctions here in Missouri. Hmm. So, there you go. Well, they were probably looking for partners. That's not funny. <laughs> well, you say that about a, a real livestock auction, but not about Tutter. Oh no, I'm sure Tutter. I mean, that was my first thought. Was like this is this has got to be illegal, and then I read into it, and it's actually it's in England. It's oh well, there you go. Aye, Just kidding. Aye, aye, Just aye. kidding. I have um, friends that live there. I yeah, I do too. Uh, it, it's a str- It's. Well, the headline for the article is New Tinder-like app helps farmers match livestock for love. Well, it's cuz you're you're looking for partners for for your livestock so they can But it's not for love. You get livestock to kill them. I mean, that's one of the things but you could be to doing breed. is to yeah, it's to, to breed. Look, it's just a bad headline. It's a very uh it's a sensationalistic headline geared to get clicks from people like me. Like you. <laughs> And, uh, and I want to read about some freaky deaky. Yeah, you are reading about freaky deaky because that the headline, the headline, just reading that, 
It sounds like it's some sort of strange bestiality fetish Ew. website. But uh, it's it's a it's a strange use of technology, but you know, we're gonna see more and more tutter. All right, well there you go. Yeah. If you're in the market for livestock, uh, this is all livestock, drooping ear and otherwise. <laughs> drooping ear and otherwise. All right. Hit it. Go for it. <laughs> Uh, All right. What else we got? Well, uh, I, I just thought this was kind of funny. I, first of all, let me just say, I'm looking through a list of headlines on your on your <laughs> tablet, and it's the most disturbing thing. I am absolutely certain now, having looked at this, that there's like an FBI watch list <laughs> for you. Because you don't go through maybe a tenth of what you've searched for, <laughs> and it's... It's borderline. I mean, this is like an episode of Seven. It's the kind of like a movie Seven. It's like things written in a in a notebook that you keep on a sh- like on a shelf of mini notebooks. Just so you know. All right, let's hear your next one. I just thought this was funny. Okay, you know the movie Trolls, right? I've never seen it, but I know oh, of it. So I know cute. it exists. It's got the Has Justin. A Justin Timberlake yeah. song. Kiss off the feeling. That one. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it was put out by Universal Studios. I don't know. Yeah, it's a Universal movie. So, Universal Orlando, they now have a new butt-naked troll that wanders around, and it farts glitter at guests. (laughs) I freaking love it. So, there's a naked little troll walking around. Is there look, a picture of this Yeah, troll? look at him. He's got a oh, cute wow. little Oh, wow. He is touchy. totally naked. That's bizarre. And he he shoots glitter poots. Yep, he poots glitter. Well, He's all right. Glitter farts. You know, troll. kids like farts. I don't I I don't remember thinking farts were the greatest thing in the world when I was a kid. I never did either. But kids like farts. So, I... I, I, this is just the rear of the troll. What's its... I mean, not that I really am interested in what its front looks like. The hand in that picture is strategically positioned. Is a troll, like, uh, does it have no genitalia? Correct, does it, does a do troll have genitalia, or do they grow from a mushroom patch or something? I could not tell you. I, that is what I'm most most concerned about I'm very with this. uneducated in troll anatomy. I'm, I'm concerned about if a troll has genitalia and... It's a butt-naked troll. This is interesting because I always thought it was buck-naked. Buck-naked. Has it always been butt-naked? Or is buck-naked, you know, buck-naked like is like buck-wild? You're talking to the girl who used to think it was Chester drawers. Well, yeah. Instead of chest of drawers. But I have always thought, I've always said buck-naked, not butt-naked. I mean, butt-naked makes more sense. I guess I thought buck-naked was like buck-wild. I've always said buck naked. Buck, B-U-C-K? Yeah. I'm interested in what our listeners think of this. I'd like to know their... Maybe it can be used both. Maybe both butt or buck. I still like buck naked better than butt naked. Just so you know. I would like our listeners to let us know if it's if they think it's... Bu- if they prefer buck yeah. naked or butt naked. Anatomically correct trolls or... Trolls without genitalia. That's what I'm interested in today. We're start, we're, we're going to open up a whole new. There's going to be like a like a rash of search engines for naked trolls. Well, I'm one. sure you already have it on there somewhere. <laughs> so, 
I will have you know I'm not into troll porn. Thank you very much. All right. Well, I see videos of farting naked trolls on your tablet it's right now. It's pretty cute, though. So, it, But it's glittery. It's glitter. It's a glitter fart. I mean, that's... I mean, kids like... Like I said, kids like farts. It's just part of it. I will never forget... This reminds me of when Jackson was... When he was... Uh, oh, gosh. He was like six or seven. And he was... He had some of his friends over to the house. And they were in his room playing. And I would go in and check on him every once in a while. Make sure they were behaving. And I walked in the room. And immediately, I knew they were up to something. Like, they start hiding, like, I walk in and Jackson's, like, hiding something, you know. And I was like, what are you guys doing? And they were like, oh, nothing. And then I walk out of the room and I hear them crumple up paper and, and I hear his buddy say, throw it away, throw it away. Mm-hmm. So I walk back in there and me being the mean mom that I am, I grab the paper out of the trash can. And I'm like, do you want to tell me what this is before I look at it? And poor Squish was like... Uh, I it, it's just we were just writing stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm thinking, oh boy, because his buddy was a couple years older than him. So right. like, here we go. They're writing about they're drawing pictures, dirty pictures. They're talking about they're bo- drawing pictures of trolls with anatomy. Booby scandalous. Yes, but anyway, but I so I open up the I open up the paper, and seriously, they had been writing like the word poop, and the word fart, and like. <laughs> Just dumb little boy stuff, but they thought they were being so naughty, writing poop. So that when you said that about farts, it sounds like something Jackson would have done back then. I I don't remember a fascination with farts from my childhood. I don't either. But okay, some kids like it. You want to hear something weird? Uh, Well, might as well. We might as well keep up, keep the theme going. So I remember I was in the third grade. I will never forget this. Now, this would never fly in today's today's modern day. Mm-hmm. When I was in third grade, my teacher, and I, will not, I won't say her name, but my third grade teacher, she was really mean, but she liked me for some reason. Um, but that's beside the point. But anyway, she had a very strict rule about you do not fart in her class. We got back from lunch one day. I remember this as clear as anything. We got back from lunch one day, and somebody farted. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to know who did it. Of course, nobody's going to say I farted. What? What teacher? Oh, what is this woman? Have? It gets better. She doesn't have anything better to do with her life. It gets better. All right, let's hear it. Then she went around the room. She made us all put our heads down on our desks. And then asked for everybody, for the person that did it, to raise their hand. And nobody did it. Nobody would raise their hand. I don't like where this is going. She walked around the room and smelled next to everybody in my class. That teacher would not... To see if she could figure out who did it. That teacher... Hand to God. if If that were to happen to my kid, and I found out about it, I take, as you know, great pleasure in 
Making teachers cry. Destroying teachers who do things wrong. Educational professionals who cut out a line, in my opinion. And I don't want anybody to get all up on me about how hard a job it is. I know that it's a tough job and it's an important job. But you can also do your important, tough job without going around smelling kids to see if they farted. Because I'll tell you that if I heard that happen in a classroom, it would be... It would be as if someone had thrown open the gates of hell and said, Tiamat, sick them! And I would have just gone in like Tiamat and just just scorched the earth. That makes me angry hearing that happen to you. And knowing your dad, I'm surprised that he did not. I'm assuming you just never told him I never that told story. Him. I never told him. Um, I think I went home and told my mom. My mom never told him. Because she's scared of what he would do. Yeah. That's insane. It, 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 it infuriates me. Because I you know, I have a lot of respect for teachers. At one point, I wanted to become a teacher. Um, You'd have been a good teacher. Eh. I mean, I wouldn't have smelled farts, but, you know, whatever. Um, it just... Uh, it, it, but I have no patience for that kind of jackassery. I don't have patience for any jackassery, but especially with my kid. And if you t- tell me... For, and also, has she never heard that she who smelt it dealt it? Huh? Agreed. Right. Although, let me tell you, there have been many foul smells that have come from our dogs. Well, that's I, a dog. Dogs do it. And they don't care. They don't care. But I'm saying, but... Oh, you worry that it's you? <laughs> that I people smell think it's it, you? yeah. Oh. Well, believe me, dogs smell it, too. They have a very acute sense of smell. All right, what else do we have? Do you have any other stories? Didn't you say you were going to start doing some... Yeah, but we're running out of time. I'll save that for another day. We got time if you want to share. We got time? We got time for one more story, a feel-good story, right? Yes. So I am... I've decided that... I I was on on the cruise with my friend Diane Abbott. Um, Hello, Diane. And... Love you. She doesn't listen. Um, she doesn't, but <laughs> she says she'll start, but we'll see. If she comes to me and says, oh, I heard you give me my shout out, then I'll know she listens. Right. If not, screw you. Or if she comes to you and says it's buck naked. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Moving on. All right. Anyway. But anyway, <laughs> but she, we were talking and we, we just got to talking about life and the news and bad news and good news. And she said there needs to be like a program that's just about feel good, good news. Okay. And I, you are abs- absolutely right. Excuse me, I feel like I was going to cough. Um, I said, you're absolutely right. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to give you full credit. So, Diane, this was your idea. And I said, I'm going to start doing like a couple of feel-good stories on the bungalow. Just a couple, just, you know, warm, fuzzy, whatever. So, anyway, so I found a couple of them that I thought were kind of feel-good. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but one of them was, it was about, uh, Colin Powell, you know, the, okay, yes. um, and he was on his way to an appointment at Walter Reed hospital. Um, and he got a flat tire. So far, I'm not feeling good about this. And, well, it was, it was, flat tires are stressful. He got, he got a flat tire. Um. And he stopped. He's on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he knows how to... Colin Powell knows how to change a tire. But he couldn't get... On a tank, maybe. Oh, oh wait. That doesn't have a tank. That tire doesn't have a tire. So, 
you know, four-star general. He knows how to change a tire. But the lug nuts on on the... Why are you laughing at me? I like... I mean, I assume Colin Powell knows how to change a tire. But his being a four-star general has nothing to do with that, in my opinion. But okay. Listen, the man can lead troops into war. All right. He can change a damn tire. All right. In my experience, leaders don't often know how to do... The basics, but that's all right. I'm not, and I'm not dissing Colin Powell. I think he knows how to change a tire. <coughs> so sorry about the coughing. Well, let's hear. So the anyway, story. he's on the Beltway and just outside Washington D.C. Right, he gets a flat tire, and he's on the side of the side of the highway trying to change it, and the lug nuts are super tight. He can't get them off, and uh, this guy stops to help him, and. Long story short, it was it was a, a vet who was also on his way to an appointment at Walter Reed, who was an amputee. This man who lost his leg in war stopped on the side of the highway to help someone else. to help someone else. Well, that's very nice. And uh, and he was a big fan of Colin Powell's, and you know he'd read all his books and. Uh, so like now they're like friends. It's, but I just thought that was really cool. Like well, that's a you very know, nice story. Yeah, that is a good you. story. Yeah. Thank you for bringing light into our otherwise dreary lives. That is what I do. It is what you do. You bring light into my life every day. Speaking of, this was a Valentine's Day week, and a happy Valentine's Day to you. Whatever. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day to <laughs> too you. Too late. Too. too late. That ship has sailed. Oh. All right, Cindy. Thank you for an inspiring story. Do you have, do you have a sign-off for us? I do. Let's hear it. This is in honor of the cruise I just went on. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Ready. Bon voyage. <sighs> mm-hmm.